Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's John, and welcome to the Soldiers of Christ podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well, and happy Friday is officially the weekend, y'all. I hope you guys are are just as excited as I am. It's been a long, but, you know, blessing week. You know, I got to also count the blessings that I uh, witnessed this week uh, from God and what he's provided me. And But I, I need a break. I do. Uh, I work with kids, so sometimes you just... You got to pull through your job, right? So uh, anyways, a couple of things I want to mention. First of all, if you have not followed me on Instagram, what are you doing? Go follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Soldiers of Christ Podcast. No hashtag, underscore, space, nothing like that. Just Soldiers of Christ Podcast. You'll find me. It'll be the logo that you see on your uh, whatever stream media you use to listen to my podcast, whether Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, that image you see on there, that is... Uh, my profile picture on uh, on the Instagram of Soldier of Christ podcast. So go follow me. I have a contest going on right now. I'm giving five free T-shirts away, uh, but you have to follow the contest details. Uh, if you follow all the steps, four easy steps. And one of the steps you have to do is just follow me. That's, a, that's easy. All of the steps are easy. Uh, but do the four easy. Do the four steps, and you can win a T-shirt. So the first five people that do it. Uh, we'll get a free t-shirt for me. Uh, it's a soldiers of Christ podcast t-shirt. Um, it's literally the logo you see on soldiers of Christ, uh, whether it's you see on Spotify, like I said, Apple podcast, Pandora, Google podcasts, uh, and, and the one that you see on my Instagram account. So that will be the logo on the shirt. Uh, I've already got some really good recognition from people, uh, which leads me to mention tonight. Uh, I want to really mention a really cool interaction I had tonight as I was uh, making some extra cash doing DoorDash. I uh, was out and about, you know, doing some runs and getting people their food on a Friday night. Um, and I was wearing my, my new shirt, the Soldiers of Christ uh, shirt. And it, uh, I'm really proud of this design. Uh, I made this design and everything, and so I'm really proud of it. And so, you know, this young gentleman, uh, he was a high schooler, a senior in high school, asked me about my shirt because he saw it. And I said, oh, this is my podcast and everything. It was really cool about this conversation we had. We just started to talk about Christianity, you know. And he asked me what denomination I was from. I said, oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm Catholic. I'm, I'm, I go with Catholicism and all that. But my podcast is not like associated with a particularly a particular denomination uh that was never the idea to social of christ podcast yeah i let I me mean, talk about my catholic faith sometimes and everything but it's not you know you know it's not just about one denomination it's about all of us um and how we as christians can uh talk civilly and have rational discussions about doctrine um you know agreements and disagreements you know rather than dividing amongst each other that's the whole point of the soldier of christ podcast and talking about real stuff in life we struggle with not hiding behind a wall anymore not hiding behind that uh you know curtain that a lot of christians do and we just had a really good short conversation you know i was i was waiting for my order and i can only talk to him for so long but you know we were we probably talked for a good 10 minutes just about the christianity faith and talked about where we see the the goodness and the problems and you know it was really good conversation and just his respect towards the catholic church was really awesome as well and you know it was just a good conversation so hey man um if you're listening to this right now thank you for the conversation uh dude please please um follow my instagram account 
like I said, it's the Soldiers of Christ podcast Instagram account. Go follow me on Instagram and DM me, man, and um, I'm going to send you a free T-shirt. Uh, the shirt you saw when we met tonight, uh, that's the shirt I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a free one. Just uh, follow, follow me on Instagram, DM me, man, and I'll, I'll make sure to get that T-shirt out to you, man. But I appreciate your uh, – I appreciate the conversation we had, man. Um, Brothers in Christ just just standing there talking and seeing the, the goods and maybe not – the so good things that uh, Christianity is struggling with and all that. And that gets me to what I want to talk about today. Um, today's episode is talk about unity, uh, unity with Christ, right? Um, and this is very important to talk about because our society, our world is lacking unity. And it's very, very scary, especially Christians. I mean, you know, when you claim to be a Christian, you need to understand what you're obligated to do. I know Christians hate that word, the word obligation. People say, well, Jesus is not a religion. He's a relationship. And I don't mean to be insulting when I sound like that. I know that's very probably condescending sounding. But here's the thing. I really hate when people say that because here's the thing. Jesus is a relationship, but Jesus was also very religious. And when people say, you know, Forget religion. Jesus wasn't for religion, all that kind of stuff. That is complete nonsense. I mean, you're just not educated then because Jesus was a devout Jew. He did not come to tear down religion. Now, don't get me wrong. There is corruption in religion, right? And we could talk about that, right? But we need to be careful how we phrase things because Christianity is a religion. If you claim that uh, you're not for religion, you say Jesus is not religious, all that kind of stuff, then you're not a Christian. Okay, that's just plain and simple, okay? Because Christianity is a religion. Jesus was a religious man. He was a very traditional man, too. He followed a lot of traditions in the Judaism faith. I don't think you guys will really realize how much how much of how much a Jew Jesus really was. He was a really passionate Jew. He really cared about his religion and his tradition. He followed all the practices and all that, right? And so it's very important that we understand this. Now, don't get me wrong. There is corruption in religion, okay? And unfortunately, man has taken religion and used it and has corrupted it for his own personal benefit and power, okay? If you want to talk about that, I'm fully down to talking about that because I could tell you the 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 wrongs and the rights in religion, right? Okay. But to tear down religion as a whole, it's a misconcepting way of looking at Christianity. Because again, Christianity is a religion. Jesus was religious. Okay. So stop tearing it down. Okay. Stop tearing down the religion. Stop tearing down the traditions. That is not what's going to bring anyone together. Okay? When we do that, then we see morally God as not as a truth, but what we feel to be the truth. And that is a dangerous friends. That's a, that's a dangerous game, my friends. Dangerous game, my friends. That's a dangerous game, my friends. That will corrupt you, misconcepting who God really is to who you want God to be. Because remember, our bodies are full of sin, right? Our, our, our bodies, uh, our nature is sinful to God, right? It's only through God where we can receive salvation, right? And through our baptism, we're washed away from our original sin. That does not mean we're not going to sin again. That's not mean that we're not going to screw up again, okay? But what it does mean is that we are born again in spirit, okay? And that's the challenge. Apostle Paul talks about this in the book of Romans. Hey, you got to pick either the spirit or the flesh. That's your only two options, okay? And the flesh is going to lead you to eternal, uh, eternal damnation. I know we don't like to talk about it, but hell. 
It's going to lead you to hell. Okay. That's the fact of what uh, Paul talks about in the book of Romans. And then, but if you attach yourself to the spirit, you attach yourself to heavenly things and that will lead you to eternal life. Okay. And these are things we need to be aware of. Okay. But let's get into this because here's a problem, my brothers, and my sisters, it's not just living like Jesus, but it's to try to be like him. And we can't fully be him. We got to try, we, we got to try to be like him, right? We can't be him, but we got to try to be like him. If you know what I'm saying, I hope you guys, I hope you guys are catching my drift here, but here's a big thing that Jesus was for. He was for unity. He was, he was for unity. Even the ones who turned his, their backs on him, even the ones who spat on him, didn't care about him. He was still for unity. Think about this for a second. He knew Judas was evil. He knew that Judas was going to turn against him. Guess what? He still allowed Judas to be part of the gang. He still allowed Judas to walk with him. He still allowed Judas to go heal and baptize people on this. He accepted Judas still, even though he knew his heart. Okay? So we have no room or excuse to say we can't unify with other people. Now, it's one thing if someone chooses not to unify us, but it's another thing when we choose not to unify with them. As long as we're trying to unify with them, we're trying to find unity and connection and all that, that's one thing. But if we're going to just if we're going to choose not to do it at all because we don't like what they think or how they view things and all that, that's a problem, my brothers and my sisters. And look, I'm not saying I'm innocent in this either. I, I'm guilty with it too. I struggle with it a lot. Like there's some people that, you know, I I, I really struggle with connecting with, uh, uh, trying to be a friend to you. I'm just like, really, God, these people? <laughs> you know, and so I really have to pray for patience and understanding and wisdom and not lean on my understanding, but lean on the God's understanding, right? Because if I claim to be a disciple of Christ, I'm claiming that I want to try to be like God or not try to be like, but try to be like Jesus, right? I can't be him, but I can be like him, right? And things I got to be like is try to unify with others. And this goes to my next point. As somebody who's a Catholic, I grew up in the Catholic faith, okay? And I'm a very proud Catholic, okay? Uh, you know, there's people in my biggest pet peeve as a Catholic is when uh, a non-Catholic comes up to me and says, oh, Catholics aren't Christians. I hate that. I really do. And people who say that are despicable. I'm sorry. It's true. You're despicable if you think that. Okay. Now you don't have to continue to be despicable. You can actually educate yourself and actually talk to somebody who is a Catholic or actually research this stuff yourself rather than just sitting in a church or listening to mom and dad or a friend talking bad about a denomination that they have no clue about. Okay. Okay. I don't go around talking bad about Baptists. Yeah, there's some things I talk about that I don't agree with, but I still consider them as Christians. I still consider them as believers in Christ. Okay. Um, I don't go around telling people how bad Methodists are. I don't say anything like that because I don't believe it, you know, because they still believe in Jesus just like I do, right? There's some things we disagree with, but just because you disagree with somebody does not mean you have the right to persecute them, telling them what they are and what they are not, okay? That is very important. Now, the only churches that we can, well, and it's really one church, really, it's the only church we can, say that is not a Christian church, is a Mormon church. And that's because they have a very different philosophical belief in a God. They don't believe in an omnipotent God, okay? They believe in multiple kind of God's things. They have uh, different beliefs, and that's why that's the only church we can only say that is not a part of the Christian religion, okay? And that's what I mean when I tell somebody uh, that church is not the Christian, it's not a Christian church, I mean, it's not part of basic Christian principle beliefs, okay? But like I said, the, the only ones that I have 
the only one I had an issue with is the Mormon Church. I don't I don't really have an issue with Mormon Church. I mean, you believe believe what you want. It's your life, your choice. I'm not going to agree with you. I'll tell you, mm, you probably shouldn't believe in that. But at the end of the day, you get to choose because you get free will from God. But the Mormon Church uh, does not have basic Christian principles. They they have different. They have some, but they don't have. They don't. They they don't agree with all of them. And so they have, you know, kind of their different system. Um, and so that's that. You know, that's that's just how it is. Okay. Um, and I really struggle with Calvinism, but Calvinism is considered Christian because they do believe in the basic principles of Christianity. So they are considered Christian. So I do have to consider them as a Christian. So really, I've really struggled with their beliefs. Um, and I really pray for understanding and patience with them because I, I totally disagree with every pretty much all their main doctrines. So, but my point is I'm going off here. Um, Unity is very important, okay? Because Jesus sat with people. He empathized people with people for many years, even before he started ministry. He wasn't just empathizing and knowing people during his ministry. He was doing that way before then. He was trying to connect with people, learn from people, you know? And think, think about this. This is this is God. So why, why would God have to do this? He didn't have to do this. He wanted to do it, right? He wanted to do it. And that's, my brothers and my sisters, we need to be mindful about. So let me talk about a particular scripture that really called me to talk about this episode today. Because this topic was something that popped up in my head the last few days. You know, I've been posting some new content and trying to get uh, used to being consistent with posting episodes. Um, and so I was actually struggling the last couple of days. Like, damn, man, what do I talk about next? You know, I mean, I got three good episodes starting off new with my podcast. You know, all the old stuff I got rid of, starting fresh. And with this new stuff, I really want to be consistent with posting like two to three episodes a week. But, you know, it's hard. It's coming up with a topic, right? But when I was reading the Bible, there we go, reading the Bible, this is, this is what God really put on my heart to talk about today. So the scripture um, I want to reference to this topic I'm talking about today with, with uh, Christ's unity um, comes from the book of First Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 12, and it's verse 12 through 15. And listen to what Apostle Paul says here. It's about one body, many parts. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many are one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we were all given to drink of one spirit. Now, the body is not a single part, but many. If a foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It does not, for this reason, belong any less to the body. Okay, y'all, let's do what that's saying, right? There's many parts of a body, right? There's many parts of a body, right? but they are all one. Without those parts, the body doesn't exist, right? And he uses an analogy with there with the foot, just because the foot's down there, it doesn't make it any less important than the hand or the shoulder or the neck, right? And so the analogy Apostle Paul's trying to use as Christians, we should all unify one with Christ, right? Because we are all part of the body of Christ, right? But in order to be part of that body, we have to unify. We can't say someone's 
less of an importance or, you know, because they don't see the way I see it, they don't matter or their opinions or matter or ideas don't matter. Right. And we need to be aware of that because there's many parts in the body, but they make one body. No part is more valuable than the other. They all have value to it. Right. And something I witnessed tonight having that conversation with that conversation with that young man is we were I was witness, witnessing that, right? I come from a Catholic denomination. I believe he came from a non-denominational uh, background. And yet we were able to talk to each other civilly, respectfully, seeing the common grounds, right? That's unifying right there. Yeah, well, we have our disagreements. I'm for sure we do. We don't really talk about much of them, but I, I'm 100% positive there are probably disagreements we have against uh, amongst each other, but we don't allow our disagreements to affect the, our ability to have a rational, civil conversation about our faith in God. And you know, as someone who's Catholic, I, I have a lot of great Catholic friends, and I love them. I'm so glad how passionate they are about the Catholic Church and everything. One of the things I've always struggled with was that, you know, the fact that, like, we got to make people Catholic. Well, that's not going to ever happen. I mean, we, we mean you may convert some people to be Catholic. You may convert some people to be Baptist. You may convert some people to be uh, Methodist or whatever. Whatever it may be, the reality is, is when you have a mindset of we got to make everyone a particular denomination— you're going to be closed-minded in listening to other people. And when I be by closed-minded, I don't mean that, hey, back away from what your beliefs are or what uh, the church teaches, but rather listen to where other people come from. Rather than preaching all this doctrine, right? And and if they're interested in talking about doctrine, that's okay. But what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at is when we go really, you know, when we're really passionate about something, right? When we're really passionate about something, we don't realize uh, how our tone of voices can change, right? And we're not really thinking about it because we're really passionate about getting out the information, the the the, the what we believe, why we believe this, and why uh, you should be open to believing this, right? Um, and we can come off friendly or it can kind of come off as kind of arrogant, you know? Um, and it's very important that we be very mindful about this because it's more important. Yes, it's important to know stuff, but it's more important to care about that person, you know? Um, and yes, people preaching about their faith is a way that people show their care to that person. Like, hey, like you should really think about, you know, uh, becoming Catholic or, hey, should we become, think about becoming Baptist and everything, all that kind of stuff. And I get where people's intentions are. And most people I've met, their intentions are good. I met some people whose intentions were bad. But nonetheless, let's not forget, at the end of the day, we can't, we can't control people and what they can do. We can't force them. If we pressure them into something that that's not authenticness you want authenticness you want somebody to say yes i want to follow that yes i want to believe in that yes yes i want to you know 
grow closer with God, you know? And then one of the things I uh, do during the summer is I go to this non-denominational Christian camp. And I'm like one of the only Catholic counsel counselors out there. And, you know, uh, people find out and everything. And one of the reasons I've gone back out that to that camp so many years is because of the way the camp has accepted me. They didn't care that I was Catholic. Uh, matter of fact, when I first went out there in 2017, the old director who used to work out there hired me because of my Christian background of Catholicism. He's like, I really wanted to, uh, one of the reasons I hire you is because I wanted a Catholic counselor out here. Um, I wanted your perspective of the faith to be teaching these campers and everything and the way that, you know, you see things and all that. And so that was really mindful. That was very, um, that was a really awesome experience to, you know, know that that somebody thought that of you you know and you know like i said uh catholics get per persecuted pretty well you know it, it doesn't matter what it is they just they get hated on a lot and it's just because of how large the church is i mean you get 1.3 billion people who follow that church um and and you can argue all you want it is the true church in the sense of that you know Christ established that church, and you can't argue with that. Uh, I know that people want to argue with me or other Catholics about that, but if you look historically, it is proven that it is the church that was established by Christ, and you know that's that's how it is. Um, now, don't get me wrong; I'm not going to sit here and not say the church didn't have its flaws, and it still has flaws today, but not as bad as it did in the 1400s when priests uh, offered to pay people, uh, offered uh, offered uh, that people paid off their sins to get money for the church. I mean, there's some bad things that happened in the uh, 14, 1500s of the church, and they did some really bad things. Um, and, you know, we can't, but, you know, if we say, and here's my biggest pet peeve with a lot of Christians who give the Catholic church such a hard stance, they say, well, the church did this and the church did that. I was like, okay, you know, at your church though, and how you preach, you say to people, your past doesn't define you. Why are you define the past of the church, right? And so that's, you know, it, it's very contradicting. It's very, uh, it's hypocrisy in, in my, in my view and opinion and pretty much anyone else's, you know, that's just the definition of hypocrisy and contradiction, contradiction. Um, and so, you know, this is, this is, you know, obviously a problem. People want to see the bad for a group or a person and forget that, you know, I said, I wanted to be a disciple of Christ and yet I'm, I'm dividing amongst people. I'm looking at hatred against people. And th this is not what Christ called me to be. It's not what Christ said uh, in the Bible. He says acceptance. You know, acceptance doesn't mean agreeing with what people do, right? I mean, I don't agree with people having sex outside of marriage, but I accept them in the sense of, look, man, um, I'm praying for you. Um, I care for you. I, I hope that, you know, you stop what you're doing, but I can't control it, right? I can only warn you, right? And that's that's what acceptance is, right, is warning that person of, you know, the consequences of their actions, right? Um, and so, and this is a, this is a very tough, you know, skill to have in life. It's, it's tough to obtain, you know, and that's why we trust the Holy Spirit that provides us this fruit and, and the, the fruit of the Spirit, right? Like self-control, you know, all these kind of different things that the Spirit offers us, the Holy Spirit offers us to, um, obtain those like self-control moments, um, you know, those moments when like, okay, how do I preach the gospel right? Uh, how do I uh, not come off of like like too controlling or whatever it may be? You know, you know what I'm saying here. And this is important, my brothers and my sisters. So unity is so important in our faith. And unity is important in the world, but it's very important as us Christians to uphold that unity. And unfortunately, we have not allowed that to happen. 
Unfortunately, we have allowed the devil to come in and have us even believers, so-called believers, to divide amongst each other. And my brothers, my sisters, we are wrong for that. We are wrong for that. We are called to be the light of this world. How can we say that we're called to be the light of this world to ourselves if we choose not to unite just because somebody thinks differently or believes something different, uh, differently? You know, I got some pro-choice friends. I don't agree with pro-choice. Pro, pro but the reason I've kept these people in my life and respected them and talked to them is because they talk to me with uh, uh, civilness. You know, they, they talk to me respectfully. They talk to me about their side of their. And matter of fact, we actually found that there was more common. We had more in common than we did have not in common. Like we, we talked about like, you know, you know, the birth, like, you know, rate, the, the, the weeks and all that kind of stuff when the abortion should be allowed, not allowed. Honestly, as me as a pro-lifer, I don't think abortion should ever be allowed. But we, we talked about some some things that were deep about that. And we, we, we saw, we saw some differences. We saw some, um, non-differences. And so this is, this is what I'm talking about, my brothers and my sisters. When we can have those kind of conversations. That's us showing unity in Jesus, you know, and that's, I guarantee you that's what conversations were like with Jesus outside of what the Bible shows us. I mean, there's so much that Jesus did outside the Bible. I don't think we think about as Christians. We just think about what he did in the Bible. Right. And remember, guys, the Bible is not a Hallmark book, okay? I, you know, as Christians, we, we are getting two feelings. Stop with the feelings, okay? I'm not saying it's wrong to have feelings. God's blessed you with feelings, but do not let your feelings deceive you because your, your feelings are very manipulative. They will manipulate you, and they will lie to you, and, you know, you just got to be very aware of that, very careful of it. So uh, be aware of that as a Christian, all right? So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please share it to your friends, your family, whoever, whatever. And don't forget, go to my uh, Instagram page, Soldiers of Christ Podcast, and enter the contest to win. Uh, you'll get a free T-shirt. Also, I also have a website, uh, a shop, uh, making some T-shirts uh, and mugs and hats. I got a few things up. Not a lot of things up, but go check out my website. It's uh, soldiersofchristapparel.com. Go check out some... Uh, some some cool Christian gear that I got up so far. I don't got a lot, but I got some stuff maybe you'll like. Uh, my favorite shirt I, I, I designed is called uh, His Pain, Your Gain. Go check out that shirt. Um, and uh, yeah, you can make a great, great gift for somebody or just something you can wear. And don't be afraid to share your faith. You know, wear some comfy clothes and, uh, and proclaim your faith. Don't be afraid of the gospel, y'all. All right. So y'all have a wonderful, blessed weekend. We'll have another episode coming out here probably by the end of the weekend or early next week. Other than that, you guys take care. God bless.